0: Restless Reactions, Everybody Knows the Rules. (music) Pastor Michael, it's a Restless Reaction. Everybody Knows the Rules. Uh, Are you ready to get into this today? Oh, I don't know, Matt. Pastor Michael, he gets us, is back for revenge after we
1: did it. Man, Uh, and everybody's talking about, I don't think, people are talking about less now admittedly um, but it's it's still out there and um, apparently this was a commercial that aired during the Super Bowl so Super we're Bowl. finally making our big break evangelicals yep we had so. uh you know Tim Tebow commercial about pro-life something once and now
0: we've got this <laughs> Super Bowl uh, yeah so um this did and everyone has already seen this ad. Uh, everyone saw it live. Uh, I was like, Yeah, maybe we'll make sure we do this as video, but I'm like, Why? <laughs> everyone, <laughs> Everybody's what? you know what it is. You already saw this ad. This is the He Gets Us ad. Uh, evangelical dark money's back with another 15 mil to put 30 seconds of this into the Super Bowl. Um, I was uh, texted immediately by people uh, who were watching the Super Bowl uh, about this ad. Um, so it, it struck a, it struck a nerve right away. Um, here's the real question that I don't, we'll come to it. My, of course, real question is like, I would love to know like about the, you know, the, the great law lo- conversations with lost people, this, this particular ad generated, uh, cause the only people I hear talking about it, just, uh, sorry, we're, we're already restless reaction. Everybody knows the rules. We're just doing this how we want, um, uh, <laughs> The only people I've mostly the only people I hear talk about it are conservative evangelicals who were mad that their yep. Super Bowl party was mellow was harshed by this ad, and two I saw like ten tweets of non Christians being like, evangelicals so dense instead of spending money on the poor they try to make us like church with this ad so, uh so, so with this AI generated so ad. The, so. It, so it so it appeared not to have uh, not to have um, inspired sympathy or interest uh, in the time. The, like, Weird. Well, I know. I would have thought. I, I, mean, I would have thought this did it. Oh. You, you, you thought they'd finally read the room. The, the uh. evangelical dark money that doesn't want any individual revealed finally got it. Finally nailed it. So the, this ad, produced by the George Soros of evangelicalism. <laughs> moving money um so pastor michael i i hope we will have something helpful to say we i will talk about why um why even this moment i'm hesitant why i hope we can do something helpful and and we'll see but it's a restless reaction everybody knows the rules let's play this thing um here we go let me make it big not that we will use this video, but it helps me <laughs> yeah but it but it makes it bigger. the the ad was called foot washing by the way
1: Don't ask me what you know is true don't have to tell you. I love your precious heart. I, I was standing, you were there. Two worlds colliding, and they could never.
0: Pastor Michael, um, that song, whatever song they have in that thing, kind of slaps. By the way, it, it does actually. Wrong. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Figure yeah, kind of did. <laughs> we see, we're complimenting it.
1: We're very oh. Oh. even-handed.
0: Well, so Pastor Michael, um, <laughs> so obviously at the end of the ad, just in case you did not see it, you, a, the one of you, the like truest Sabbatarian, is like because this aired on the Sabbath. I didn't even look it up later. <laughs> at the end of the ad it says uh in text um uh jesus didn't teach hate he washed feet he gets us he gets all of us pastor michael yane or nuance this might be an improvement to the ads they were running last year that we did reactions to
1: Ooh. oh oh matt don't do that to me remember so- i remember those
0: ads where the bible stories were like really about like you know it was like a teenage mom like he gets us because that's like it was like because Mary, like a teenage
1: I mom, or and the gang. Jesus ran in a gang too, yeah. just yeah. like, gang just gang. like you guys. Yeah, you just know like how you like to go and and murder people and uh yeah. rob stores, smashing,
0: and... smashing an Apple four <laughs> to have iPhone. You know who
1: also was in a gang? <laughs> that's a, oh man, it just it yeah. It feels they like were a, bad.
0: Like, I. People the thing they were really, really bad. The thing that everyone noticing this doesn't realize is they were bad last year. (laughs) I don't
1: Uh, think I'm willing to say that it's gotten better. I would say they've stuck with the theme. Although, like you're saying, dude, nice song pick. Um now, like the what do you think about just the art of it? Um, Mm. it's weird. Yep. It's really I I think that they try to do too much. Hmm. it goes pretty fast yes you don't like you okay the the thing you do notice for sure yes is like feet are being washed which is weird and we
0: don't do that it's 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 a hundred percent i think um it's um again the we're very we're not very artistic especially here in conservative evangelicalism again here are here's our 15 million dollars of of art um I, i think when we like critique this on a content basis which i'm sure i'm about to do by the way uh (laughs) let me go ahead and just say i'm say we will (laughs) why that's not really what it's about and then do it this is going for a vibe like the the images go fast it's meant to just continually make you think about like these these dichotomies coming together around feet washing yeah right you know this again, like, I don't, right, we're looking at the opening image, right, it's a very mm-hmm. strange uh, admittedly,
1: a- the opening image is, like, clearly a really rich white guy and his, like, his, like, college age son is washing his feet, yeah, that's what I'm taking this for, yeah. or, like, yeah. the weird boyfriend of the daughter that's sitting in the background, yeah. um, it could be that, in which, like, are they trying to be based? is <laughs>
0: Well, that- <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll be my super contra take a little bit later, Pastor Michael, but let's go to the images that um, that really set people off. Well, uh, did
1: you notice, by the way, I, I just noticed a little bit about like the hands in it. So I'm trying to decide if it if it was all A.I. Hmm. Um, I don't think it was. I don't let's know if do it was AI. One. it feels like A.I. It feels like an A.I. shoot, but I don't think it is. But some of the hands look weird hmm. to me, like just the proportion of the hand like the way it just looks really big in some of these uh pictures but that's that could just be a perspective thing uh but there's also like tons of detail right in each of these photos which just makes it really like as it goes by it just feels really complicated you know what i mean like you're trying to remember what the last picture was like you're even showing me one right now and i didn't even remember this was in there
0: yeah a girl at a high school using her uh
1: clearly like the popular pretty girl yep washing the feet of the really weird one that right. has a troubled home life so, And you know what she looks like because yep. of what I just said
0: and so <laughs> it's true we'll, we'll come to my contra taking a little bit Pastor Michael you're <laughs> you're kind of jumping us here so the first one that made people go oh I think I know where I feel like I people started having a feel like feeling where it was going is while i don't actually think this is the intent of the photo i think because again they're going so fast someone asked themselves wait is this a someone is this a migrant is this a border thing which i don't actually think is what this um, there is
1: one later um this one that you're looking at right now the one of the first ones is like uh it looks more like a kind of it's out west and there's a native american and just some cowboy looking guy yeah
0: um, but the one the two that really got once everyone started looking at these again not um but like were prominent prominent enough that people watching the ad recognize them were number one this one um so this is a picture of a woman washing a young woman's feet in front of a uh family planning clinic so in a like an abortion mill. an right? abortion like this mill. is a place um, where Right. And And there's protesters out there. Yes. Importantly, in the backdrop, there are protesters who are kind of who are clearly set as kind of the foil of the picture. Right. If if in the photo of the popular girl and the girl with a troubled home, right, the foil are all the people not doing anything. This is the foil of people protesting um, these pro-life protesters and this woman washing this woman's feet, who we can obviously like. Where the context here is, uh, on a, this is that she is somehow involved in abortion, right? Um, and the final one, um, which was, which is the last image, um, and so obviously that has a kind of prominence of its own. I'm trying to get to that timestamp, um, and I'll describe this one. It's a man dressed like a Catholic priest washing the feet of a man. Who is, I think, well, there are roller skates in the background. They're on a beach. And I think we can just say, <laughs> Pastor Michael, the man is clearly coded, uh, is coded as homosexual, is coded as gay, as someone very much um, living in that lifestyle.
1: I, I love that to do that. Like, yeah. So he's very flamboyant, even just how that's he's that's like presenting himself. His face. Uh, and also that,
0: like, it's just it's just funny that they had him in roller skates. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird take. By the way, Pastor Michael, <laughs> I uh, was not going to give up on the non-alcoholic White Claw. I'm trying the lime. Let me, uh, one uh, restless reaction. Everybody knows the rules. Let's give this one taste. <laughs> right out. in the middle here. This is better. It's a better one. Okay. Still calories, so still, still all the problems. But uh, just pop. This one, yeah. This one, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you one of these, this lime. Uh, so, Pastor Michael, i um, these images are what are what ground the gears of the people.
1: Yeah. um, Probably, probably people didn't need to react (laughs) as much as they did. Um, It is like, it's important to talk through, right? Because it is like, it's trying to be deeply subversive. Mm. It really is trying to do that. And, and um, in, in, I don't, I don't think it probably accomplishes that at all. Um, I think prop basically he gets us as a money hole. Like it is, there were like, there were people that convinced really wealthy old boomer evangelicals that this is really going to work this time. And they're just (laughs) sucking up that money. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're
0: doing. It's going to be different this time. Yeah.
1: Like it's going to work this time. Remember all those movies and videos and ad campaigns we've done for Jesus, This one's going to be different.
0: Which, again, if you (laughs) listen to us do our original reaction, they literally believe they are the PR firm for Jesus. Yeah, they—that's literally what they said. Um, so here is the here, right? Um, so let Pastor Michael, what is the uh, how is the how are the makers of this ad like? What would how would they describe what they're doing here? So they're clearly taking. Um,
1: So, I I mean, it tells us everything right at the end, right? Jesus didn't teach hate. Okay, culturally speaking, who are those that teach hate? Well, according to our culture, it's generally conservative Christian types. Um, And so what you have is this um, kind of very, uh, very shallow uh, view of, of, different aspects of what might be considered the culture war and two very kind of stark sides to each of those. Right. So you've got the priest and you've got the gay man and you've got the, the, you know, the woman about to get an abortion and you've got the, the woman who's there somewhat associated maybe with the protesters, but more so just clearly not not in favor of that. And, um, you've got the, you know, I get it's kind of funny with the, you've got the, the pretty popular girl in high school and you've got the weird loser. <laughs> and, yep. Um, and then you've like, but, and you do have, you know, the one where you do have clearly a migrant, um, and you know, standing outside of a bus and you've got a woman watching her feet. You've got a picture of, of an old, like clearly old Southern, uh, white man and black man sitting on a porch together with both of their feet on a tub. Nobody's washing feet in that one. Um, they also,
0: there was, um uh Oh, what was one I had? Oh, I lost it. Oh, well, yeah, but it's, it's these things. it's right?
1: right. So what are like the stereotypical, like drawn culture lines that you would, that you think you would hear on MSNBC or Fox news, right? The kind of things that boomers watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think they are? Well, it's, you would say these things, right? Like these are the things that divide us. And um, really, I mean, you, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, what by trying to be the PR person for Jesus, what what they're saying in doing that is, hey, we don't think that Christians today are doing a good job at this, right? So we're trying to fix that. And in other, and knowing from this ad then, hey, we think that what is being portrayed by most Christians is they, hate people right is that jesus is hateful and uh, and, and instead and this, of being hateful he washed feet
0: and this is why there was such a reaction mm-hmm. because it's contrasting christians who must be the hateful people to how jesus would have actually handled this and let me tell you this is precisely why i am so hesitant to do any kind of reaction to this yeah. because this is a psyop it is, yeah. Because here is the problem: if I come out and I want to critique this video, do you know what I am doing? Like, so either I I accept this portrayal, which will we can talk about why this portrayal is bad in a second, or I go out and I decide I am going to critique it. And do you know what then I am doing? I am I am having to distinguish myself from the love people, like. <laughs> I like they are uh, weaponizing a false view of Christ's love that I am now speaking against. Yeah, that's just a bad like it right. is a lose position you've lost when you enter that conversation. Yeah, you lose. Yeah,
1: and so maybe we could even say, hey, whether you like it or not, like this is this now is uh, at least attempting to set the boundaries on the conversation. And most of us probably fall right into it. And maybe we are by reacting to it, but maybe by the end we'll decide that this commercial is actually secretly based and we'll support it.
0: So (laughs) so I think the other issue with this um, with the propagandistic nature of this ad is I think the other, or like how is part of how does this help Jesus's PR right in our country? Like that's obviously, that's obviously the point it is saying that there is a Jesus Right. Who is not a threat to how things are, to who you are. Right. That like that, you know, who you, whoever you are, literally whoever you are, whatever decision you've made, no matter what sin, like some of these things are just things about people. Right. Right. I'm old. Even that, by the way, that's one of the subversive elements of this is, you know, you know,
1: you have on the one side, like your race. Yeah, that's like that's just something about you, like you're saying. Right. And then you have I'm going to bring my child to be chopped up into bits.
0: Hey, they're just it's just something about you. Right. You know, like that is deeply subversive. Yes. And and that the that Jesus, he's not here to threaten that. (laughs) Right. Like he's not interested in any Jesus of
1: would never turn over
0: tables right he would never you know uh uh be
1: really harsh in how he speaks to anybody Jesus would never condemn anybody right <laughs> oh, and, oh, and Jesus is
0: Jesus is here actually to serve you are you are you a person crossing the border are you an old person are you uncool <laughs> Are you rolling skating <laughs> on a beach? Like the, Dude, the, what's so I mean, seriously, this is like, like are you you know, are you lame like enough that. to
1: roll or skate? Are you <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> but are, this is Jesus. such a it's so funny to me how obviously this is not marketed to everybody. This is marketed to be a money grab of the rich old old
0: guys in evangelicalism. Yeah, I mean, like again, it's this I think that it I think that again it's this and right honestly this, hats off to him dude they're yeah. they're they're getting so much money out of this because like <laughs> there are people and christians that have been so sick of being called bad for so long mm-hmm. right they just want a reason to not be right and again he's just like us yeah please just clap so. it's a jeb it's it's, it's yeah. the jeb bush they were please just clap please clap please clap but but this propaganda of being no threat to anything like, it's just here to, he gets us, all of us, right? Whatever it is, um, the, the issue is, is man, like, I'll just say like, it's irrelevant. Like you, if, if what Jesus came to do was be like, Hey, you in your situation in high school at this awkward family dinner, these um, racial tensions, border crossings, whatever, I'm here to, like, I'm here to be about whoever you are. Yeah, They right. don't care. No one cares. It yep. doesn't matter. Yeah. And remember, like, the it's way that offensive. they. It's inoffensive, which is the goal. Right. But it
1: is not compelling. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't yep. mean anything. Um, in other words, Jesus is just you, right? This is why they put the us and they highlight the us in yes. Jesus. It quite literally yes, is made true. to show, like, this is about us. Who? Hmm? I mean who cares about that guy right like this is about us that's what it portrays actually um, and if you're if you're thinking about it critically
0: we have just defined jesus christ through our own 2024 and that even the most important work he could do is ending the culture war people are kind of sick of like think about that wow that's what like that that is that's that's hope um man so Pastor Michael, I want to, uh, I want to ask you because obviously the the context of this ad is foot washing. Um, I want to ask you just, and then we'll we'll then we'll discuss if Jesus ever taught hate. Uh, and then we will give our our subversive contra take on this ad and move out of here. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Michael, Jesus Christ, uh, is reco- um, recorded foot washing only in John's Gospel. One interesting. Yep. Once, yeah. one place in all the yeah. scripture, and so uh, just a, so it is a, it's obviously a fascinating and compelling account, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but but can you tell me about tell me about that account and tell me about even um, even about you know how it fits and doesn't fit in all the circumstances we put it in because yeah. this ad isn't the only place where we oh yeah uh, make that a Man. paradigm.
1: Oh, I'm thinking about that right now. Even as you just asked me that, I'm just thinking about how often foot washing has just been this like weird, like token within a lot of the evangelical church. Um, and you know, so you do it at, you know, you do it at weddings and yeah. you do it like in just I've really it, a, done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's anyway, it's, it is just something where it's like, you know, you, isn't this kind of gross? Isn't that fun? You know, like it just becomes this weird, lame thing. Um, Here's what I'll say is I'm not ready to even say like I have a full grasp on everything that that is is being communicated to us by Christ when he washed the disciples feet. Because even as I'm standing here holding my Bible open to John 13, I'm thinking of more reasons why this really um, this really hits in a lot of ways. Uh, And so uh, number one, so just very, you know, basic Very basic intro to foot washing, everybody. Um, Jesus lived 2,000 years ago in the Near East, in walking around Judea, Jerusalem, where you were mostly wearing sandals, your feet are getting filthy. Mm. Okay, just very bit like basic, you know, basic beginning. You know, we wear socks and our feet stink but it's not the same, right? It's different. Um, and so washing feet was something that would be given to the lowest of the low servants, basically. Um, one of the ways you see this coming out is at the very beginning of John's gospel, um, right from the start, the first witness mentioned uh, in, in John's gospel is, is uh, John the Baptist. And he says that uh, there's one who's coming uh, after him, who is greater than him, because he was before him, and he says that this one that's coming uh, is someone uh, that he says, uh, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I'm not worthy to untie. Mm-hmm. And it obviously it's not talking directly about directly about foot washing, but it's this it's the same idea that hey, I'm not even I'm not even at the point where I could go down and untie the the sandal of the foot of the one who's coming. Talking about Jesus. Uh, And so you get the idea. This is something that was gross. Um, It was the the lowest and most humiliating kind of a job that you could have. It's something that if if you were in a Jewish household, likely um, if you had non-Jewish servants, that's who you would give this job to, right? The people that you see as the lowest of the low. So it is um, a sign of pretty extreme humility. Now, outside of Jesus doing it, there's only one other instance potentially two i guess depending on on uh how you understand these things but i think probably one other instance of of feet being washed that i can think of in scripture and you could correct me if you can think of more uh, but it's just when jesus feet are washed and it's before this actually in in uh in john's gospel but um but his his feet are washed by Uh, Mary. And uh, when she's doing this, you know, so she, she brings, uh, you know, expensive ointments, pure nard. Um, She, you know, pours it on Jesus feet and she uses her hair actually to wipe his feet. Uh, And which on its own is, is uh, an interesting portrayal. Uh, But when, when Judas tries to stop her because he's uh, a money grabber because he's, 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 Uh, looking to get the money out of all this. Um, Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial for the poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. Uh, But the idea is that Jesus was being anointed and prepared for burial uh, by his feet being washed in this way. And then the very next chapter we get Jesus washing his disciples' feet. We're told this, this is John 13. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart depart out of the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And so we know, okay, this is a show of love. Yep. Okay, now this, now what John is saying, when he loved him to the end, it doesn't just mean the foot washing. Everything that takes place from this point on in the gospel of John, through the the giving of the Holy Spirit, which is, is uh, you know, foreshadowed, in john all of that is is part of what's being spoken of here i think it's not just this one act but it does start here but i want you to notice a few things really interesting about foot washing um number one jesus does this to the disciples he's the one washing the feet yep okay so there's one other instance of foot washing where somebody washes jesus feet but Jesus is the only one that washes someone else's feet. Now he says do likewise to one yep. another. Yep. Uh, but the question is, does he mean foot washing? Well, I mean, none of the apostles seem to take it that way. Cause that's never commanded. It's not, it's clearly not like it doesn't become a normative practice. It maybe happens from time to time. It's maybe used from time to time symbolically, but it doesn't become a normative practice of the church. It's not something that you see Paul instructing how it's to be done in the church. Um, and so something different is going on than just, hey, we want to do this symbolic action to show love, right? There's something deeper going on. Number two, so number one, Jesus is the one washing feet. Now just take that back to that commercial we just watched, by the way. Yeah.
0: So who is Jesus? Jesus Oct- is
1: actually the popular girl at school. Th-
0: this is the contra take, right? Yes. <laughs> this is the contra take that, that I don't know if they realize they're doing is like, you've just said like, who are the like, Let's take a picture of the, like, people ungodly in need of, like, the mercy of Christ and who can give it. Yeah. And who can give it?
1: It's mostly white people, by the yes. way. Not exclusively, but it's mostly white people um, are the ones that get to wash feet, which means that mostly white people are in the position of the Savior according because, to he gets us.
0: Because it's since they're dividing it on culture war lines. Yes. That's why. That's yep. why that the... When Pastor Michael brings up the race, that's why it's, that's why it's an element.
1: Yeah. No. So all I'm saying is he gets us, believes in a white savior complex. And
0: and in the case of the two most controversial pictures, the person, the pro-life activist is the person in the place of Christ. The priest is in the place of Christ.
1: Yep. Right. So I'm. You know, I guess based. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird. weird room. <laughs> he gets us. It's like we're gonna go based
0: and red pilled with this one. Yep. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think the other, maybe you were about to get there. Uh, the other place where we see foot washing is Luke seven, where another woman. Yes. Probably not the same account.
1: Right, and so that's and there's debate, right? Is is yep. it the same account? Is it different? And it it very possibly is different.
0: different. Is it? Uh, but anyways, doesn't matter, yeah, right, right. The yeah. only time our Two apparently sinful women washing Jesus's feet. Yes. Yes. Um, The other, of course, interesting thing about this account is the conversation Jesus has with Peter. Right. Like the most of the foot washing episode is this conversation with Peter. Yes. Where he's like, no, you shouldn't do this to me. I should be doing this to you. Yeah. Yeah. Can
1: I actually read it? Cause no. he says, so it, it says, you know, he came to Simon, Peter, Jesus came to Simon, Peter who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Right. Cause he's shocked because that is something that, that shouldn't, which also, by the way, um, Jesus is not washing everybody's feet. He doesn't wash everybody's feet. He only washes his disciples feet. Yes. That's it.
0: This is um, one of the misuses of this imagery. Yes.
1: Over and over again. Yep. So, so Jesus does not wash the feet of everybody. And that makes sense because of the symbolic import of foot washing that Jesus himself gives us, right? What I am doing, he says, you do not understand, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Uh, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only then, but my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, the one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet but is completely clean and you are clean, but not every one of you for he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, not all of you are clean. And this, by the way, is the other part that I want to get to about foot washing is that Judas is in the room. Mm. In other words, like, yeah, Jesus washed feet of specifically his disciples. And one of those disciples was a son of perdition. Mm. And Jesus knew that. Um, and so one of those people that Jesus washed the feet of, he sent to hell, Mm. right? Like that's, that is something that you have to take into consideration when you're using foot washing as this, Hey, look what Jesus did. Isn't he, you know, which by the way, I think foot washing is not seen like by people outside of the church as what a lot of people in the church think, right? Like people, think, oh, this is going to really show like, wow, isn't this a cool, you know, a, a cool act that just show love. It shows love. And, and again, it's just kind of gross, but you were willing to do it. Um, I, I think most people probably just think nah, it just is weird and feels gross. Like I think most people probably get that communicated. Uh, but even using the biblical imagery, you're not ruling out that the person you're watching the feet of is Judas.
0: Mm. That's, you know, that's <laughs> Because, but of course, again, that context literally also only makes sense when Christ has a certain thing he is bestowing on his disciples. Yes. Right. Like, and so even the idea that like foot washing is the controlling image of the Christian to everyone in the world Mm -hmm. is a, again, it, it is a. It is a misuse, misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, it's it's directly wrong. Um, and so and this is why I say too, by the way, going forward, I mean, so this this deals with issues of sanctification, right? Yep. Those who are in Christ, but they need to have their feet washed. This deals with um the 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 presence and working of the Holy Spirit that Jesus is just shortly after this going to promise to them, but it has a ton throughout John's gospel. The work and ministry of the spirit is tied directly to the use of water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have, and some of this, I'm literally just connecting right now. Um, cause I haven't uh, had the time to, to study this as well as I hope to, by the time I actually preach it, which will probably be over a year, but, um, but also you have just the idea of anointing, which is something that is what the Holy Spirit does. Um, the Holy Spirit comes and remains on Christ, anoints Christ at the beginning of his ministry. Um, and then Christ promises that anointing to the apostles. Um, when Jesus' feet are washed, he calls it an anointing, and so there is a there is a tie of the idea of anointing, uh, which has a lot more to do, again, with the presence of the Spirit, with the with the empowering of the Spirit in the mission of being prophets, priests, and kings. There's a lot going on there. It is not a, a you know kind of kitschy little hey, you, this is like the home that, <laughs> this is like the Hobby Lobby. I was gonna say Home Depot, but it's like the Hobby Lobby version of foot washing Mm. like this pretty little, Hey, it's all pre-made pre-packed. We're just going to stick it on the wall. Isn't this cute? Isn't this a cute thing that Jesus did? No, it is. It is of like quite literally like world shaking value. And you can't just put it up on your wall. (laughs) It it doesn't, it's that's doesn't actually do justice to any of this. And uh, so that actually, as we go, I'm getting more mad.
0: Well, Uh, yeah, I think, Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the other thing that even like, you know, Jesus didn't teach hate. um, I think like it's going to be a pretty rough deal when like someone Googles like if if this ad had its effect and someone Googled like, did Jesus teach hate? And they they suddenly were like, oh, yeah, well, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters and yes, even his own life he cannot be my disciple whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my own disciple when they when they find it or when Jesus says that you must earlier or love the uh, um but i say to you love your enemies and do good to those who hate you right uh again jesus has intense and incredibly harsh language at times obviously christ you know, like I'm happy that we would and should contextualize what Jesus means by hating, because obviously he talks about hating your own life. Yeah. Again, I think that those words though are one, that Christ's command to, to hate actually in this case are applicable is that actually the Christian, the reason the PR campaign doesn't work is there are times where I just have to accept because of things about following Christ I have to, I lose my reputation in these settings. I don't get to have a Super Bowl halftime good time with everybody. Yeah. Because I am divided from them and I have to be okay with that. I could be divided from my own life. And Jesus says for his followers to expect to be hated, right? If you're supposed to love people who hate you, then there needs to be, you need to have an idea like that's like that's a yep. That's a real again, these are real difficult and real horrible things Christians must reckon with. Yeah, let's talk about the PR
1: uh campaign that Jesus himself had for himself. Mm. Um, what does he say about himself? Um, what does he say about what the world thinks of him? Right. He came into the world. Um not to it's true, he says not to condemn the world, but to save it. And what does the world do? Right? He says that the world hate hated him. That's right. That it loved darkness, that people love darkness more than the light. Um, he calls people murderers, right? You've maybe heard the debate. Speaking of, you know, uh, uh, you know, here's this uh, this abortion clinic, if you want to call it that, in the photo. Uh, you know, there's always this debate. You know, well, should you call somebody who's had an abortion a murderer? Well, Jesus calls people murderers, right? So it's not out of the question that you can use the word murderer to describe people in general. Um, Jesus uses that to speak of, of the Pharisees uh, when he's speaking to them. Um, Jesus flipped over the tables of the money changers, right? Like he, he did property damage to what they were doing. Um, not that that makes it okay for us to do, by the way. He, I mean, it was his house, <laughs> right? you know, and so, so don't take that the wrong way. I'm just saying that Jesus is actually not at all um, what he's presented as here. Um, if you have a Jesus that is uh, unanimously loved by the world, which is what these guys want, then you don't have the the true Jesus, right? You don't have the Jesus of Scripture, uh, because he quite literally says that's not going to happen. And by the way, when Jesus prays, Jesus prays for his own. He doesn't pray for the world. Mm-hmm. He says, "I don't pray for the world," right? Like there, the world isn't isn't what he cared about and loved. It was his disciples, right? It, it wasn't the world that he washed the feet of. It was his disciples. And uh, so that, yeah, it's, it is infuriating, but also like we've pointed out, the messaging probably actually doesn't do what you think it's going to do.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I think and actually the, there is another 15 second ad that was even less content uh, just of a, quick shot of who is my neighbor within a bunch of faces um just again you know uh, but i do think that yeah the messaging isn't going to do what it is but the reason obviously we want to care is because i want people to know the the real jesus yeah right that that is a uh, he is a real person And he had things he was actually angry about and actually came to end. And he showed actual love to actual sinners and actually called, you know, like, there are just a million, like, the, the idea that who Jesus is in any regard would fit so neatly into the kinds of conflicts we're having in 2024. It just means we're not talking about a real person regard again, regardless of what side it is, right? If, if Jesus is just like, if Jesus had, like, if it all comes down to what's happening in 2024, it just, that's not a real person that is, you are in love with yourself, whoever you are, right? Like we're in love with ourselves, right? Jesus is about us because really he's just a figment of our imagination. That is the Jesus that is presented here. And that Jesus can't save anyone that Jesus can't help anyone. He doesn't love anyone because he's not real. And so, um, while I want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to fall into the obvious trap. This is set. I want to fall into the trap of, 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 Bringing the the news of the real Jesus again. I, it's one of these things where it's probably in a month no one will ever think of this again, because things without God, His power and His word are going to—they're just not going to amount. They perish, right? Like chaff in the wind. Pastor Michael, restless reactions. Everybody knows the rules. Rate and review the podcast. Pastor Michael, before we get to our download celebration with some yay, nay, or nuance and uh, the origin story of TGC, I think we have at least two more of these to do. One on Alistair Begg um, and two uh, on Mark Driscoll forgiving everybody all the time. <laughs> he has done it, everybody, and um, that is good news for us. And, <laughs> and so please rate and review this show. Join us on Patreon. We've had some we, you, the stuff there is good. It's top quality. It's better than NA White Claw. It's the real. It's the it's the White Claw you want. It's there. It's there for you. Um and we get you. We know you're there. So 3.99 less than 4 bones. You can come and you can join us there.